Hi everybody and welcome to part two of our high school scandals series here. It's me Jack and joining me is Colin. Hello mate, you good? Yeah, I was going to say um, how are you but by the calling straight away and then I yeah. asked nobody called you, I wasn't going to ask you that and I've asked you so how are you? You still alright? <laughs> uh, I'm alright mate, not bad you know, not, not much has changed in the last hour or so so uh, we'll crack on. Um, we asked last week for folk to go to Spotify and um Give us um, five star reviews now because we, we I say we asked last week we actually asked an hour ago and it's not actually happened yet so I'm going to assume once you've done that could more of you do it please yeah keep going yeah uh-huh. keep going now it takes one second to click well it takes thirty seconds actually if you if you haven't listened to us on there so go click away five stars because we don't want to look like dickheads on Spotify with no ratings definitely not. they're fannies man yeah. it's all about it's all about the look. Um, Guys that don't need to do that are Mark Brown, Robert McMillan, Sandy McClarty, Stuart Glass, Andy Sladen, and Lee Ruffin, uh, our executive producers over on Patreon, who are top potatoes, mate. Just dive straight into the, the scandals, basically, the school scandals, and I'm actually glad that we finished what we did last week, because this one is anonymous. It's um, a long it's, one, eh? It's quite a long one, yes. Yeah. But it's so different from any of the other ones that we've read that um, I thought we would we would kick this week's show uh, off with it. So, uh, all right, Jack, he sent me this in a DM. Uh, not so much a scandalous school story, but a story of a mate with an act of innocent fuckwittery when we were in fifth year at school approaching the summer of 1996 and the months after the tragedy in Dunblane. My mate was obsessed with the JFK assassination, completely and utterly obsessed with the conspiracy theories and the characters involved. Uh, Fueled by a modern studies teacher who showed the JFK movie what seemed like once a week for the whole term. Where you going, mate? As we approached the summer holidays, we were involved in the annual school musical production. We were in rehearsals and my mate was given a big fuck-off plastic shotgun as a prop. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Our secondary school was a six-storey block looking onto the main road, with stairwells each side, with windows that opened wide, looking down onto the grass and the path at the front of the school and the main road, with a busy busy bus stop right outside it. Kind of like the Texas School Book Depository. (laughs) Lunchtime comes one day during rehearsals, so we head up to the sixth-floor stairwell, props in hand. My mate opens a window and slowly sticks the entire barrel of the plastic shotgun out the window, aiming at a slow-moving vehicle on the main road. The stupid cunt starts reciting the script (laughs) from JFK Wells following the car with his kid on gun. The motorcycle turns onto Elm Street. It's a turkey shoot, except I'm not seeing an imaginary JFK getting his head blowing off or imagining my mate as Lee Harvey Oswald. No, all I'm seeing is hunters of wee guys going for the lunch, screaming and diving for cover behind the walls oh, at the front of the school. <laughs> I'm seeing half pizzas and cans of juice getting flung about to fuck in a blind panic by wee guys thinking a madman is going to shoot them. I'm seeing grown men and women flee a bus stop tied behind the <laughs> block of flats. There's motors putting the foot down and screeching away. There's wings banging on the staff room windows looking for help. And my mate just thinks he's fucking Lee Harvey Oswald reenacting a scene from the JFK movie. <laughs> Needless to say, the police were called. My mate's parents were called. And thankfully, the incident was explained away just as it was. A bit of over-imagination at the worst possible time. My mate still got in the school musical, but he did get his plastic gun taken off him, mind you. <laughs> oh, man. Superb. I really yeah, enjoyed you, that one. You can imagine it, that would have caused hysteria at the time because... 
I remember that happening in Dumblane and it was uh, things like that are ten a penny in America and stuff like that. They do not happen here. And yeah, I can just imagine, mate, the, the madness that would have caused, wouldn't it? There's a very fine story about Dunblane coming up later as well. Well, not about Dunblane, about a teacher. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. In the 1970s at secondary school in Glasgow, we had a poor sod nicknamed Kenny Gumboots <laughs> as he wore wellies every day to school. <laughs> uh, he, he occasionally changed them for spat shoes, uh, which were in fashion for a while at the time. When I say spats, I mean tan and white golf shoes with the spikes removed. Fuck's sake. Fuck, that's a shame, man. Um, one of my old classmates was suspended from all classes for a few weeks, but he still had to attend school. So they put a desk in the corridor that was used only by teachers and gave him learning tasks. The head was mad on books, and after giving my classmate a lecture about learning, etc., he asked him if he liked reading, blah, blah, blah. He said yes. So the head gave him a few of his favourite books to read. And then basically my classmate decided to ruin the books by masturbating into them <laughs> over the next few weeks and then giving them back to the headmaster to tell him how enjoyable they were to read. <laughs> I, I kind of wondered when we'd get to wanking. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a weird experience at school, man, like putting a desk outside and like putting just the unruly people outside. It must have been a tactic that, that got taught at teaching school at a time. Like get the unruly person out of the class. Yeah. Just get them because, out of the way. Because once or twice I remember sitting in the corridor at a desk. Like, not a lot. I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a, like, fucking a mad maniac child or something. But sometimes my mouth got a wee bit runny, perhaps. So we'd get out and you get stuck in a class, well, stuck outside the classroom in a desk. It was a bit... It must have got taught at a point is what I'm trying to get. Yeah, it, ha- it happened to me with science. I was banned from science for a, a month or two. And I had to just sit in the, basically in the teacher's bit. And I was given like just written work to do, and a fifty-five minute period at school feels about five hours when you're just sat on your own with nobody around you, oh, um, no phone at the time, nothing else. You're like just sat in this room doodling stuff in your homework diary. It, it is, it's, it's, there is a bit of punishment to it as well to kind of get your head to be in the class and behave because being outside on your own drags in. It's very, it's a very lonely time. <laughs> <laughs> this one again mentions the school and everything. We went to Aberon Hill High, and those of a certain age will remember one of the PE teachers who used to strike dread into his classes when instead of the scheduled football or basketball, he would replace it with one of his fun sessions. This comprised of games such as us all sitting on the floor with us with our eyes shut and legs open while he fired an indoor hockey ball at our balls. <laughs> If you heard it coming, you were allowed to try and stop it. <laughs> if you heard it coming. Fucking hell. Uh, another one was his version of Tig, where you had to slap the bare legs of your victim as hard as you could. So yeah, it's just like a massacre. Or like somebody that likes watching kids in pain. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, um, a story about an older female teacher who'd been a bit unlucky in love and had signed up to Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> so lo and, lo and behold, some kids from her high school seen her on it, made up a fake profile and started chatting. You bad, bad, bad bastards. Um, always going well, they swap numbers, etc. And they arranged to meet for a date on Saturday at the Maltman. Said teacher gets there first and the guy replies, I'm running late, missed the train. 30 minutes passes and she's texting asking him, are you still coming? And he replies, 
no Miss Dixon, but I'll see you in geography next week. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is bad, bad, bad shit, man. But it's funny, but that is poor. Oh, dear. <laughs> this, this one's a wee bit off kilter. Another scandal that happened at Greenfalls High was a bus carrying pupils back from a trip from Holland. Uh, was stopped with 150 kilograms of weed on it. Turned out the driver was a smuggler. <laughs> a smuggler. That's another word like Roger, isn't it? Smuggler. Oh, smuggler. Um, oh, that's brilliant, man. At the, at the start of second year, me and a couple of mates were on a close across the road from Lock End Secondary School, sitting in the middle landing, rolling a joint. The postman comes up the stairs without his bag. I go downstairs to see the bag sitting in the bottom landing. I took it and bolted. Sitting in mass class the next day when the serious crime squad came into the class looking for me. Listen to us. I ended, I ended up being put into care for a couple of days. <laughs> listen, listen, you're stealing for the Queen at that point, mate. That's that's serious business, stealing the postman's post. I can't put any care. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, right, this is a picture of a guy sent. Oh, I need to catch my breath. He went to primary school in the West End of Glasgow in the 90s. The class bully clown was a general troublemaker and was called uh, Wahid. Clearly a troubled guy, always looking for attention. One day the teacher, forgetting them, was raging with him. Uh, he was pressing all of her buttons and out of nowhere she just smacked him. Fucking hell. Totally smacked him, raised her arm and smacked him across the back. A stunned horror and silence overcame the classroom. Seconds later, in a typical Scottish fashion, there was a single net... Laughing in the background. <laughs> I can just imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Kevin Bridges does a laugh. It's <laughs> it's a laugh where you know there's a victim. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, always forgotten about within ten minutes. It did seem to shut him up. He was probably stunned. It was a wee fanny. Um. Not that he deserved that. And that was from Scott on Twitter. You'd get you'd lose your job now, wouldn't you? Of course you would. You'd be done. Um. So this one is from Carter. Uh, we had an RE teacher who, according to the pupils, predicted the world would end on a certain time and date. On that date and time, what seemed like the entire school gathered, <laughs> to, ch- gathered to chant his name, as of course the apocalypse never happened. The poor lad had a sort of breakdown. This must have been 2012. Must have been the Mayan calendar, I think it must have been. Ah, uh, probably was, yeah. yeah right. People fucking banging on about the end of the world and shit. So. Right, um... This one, uh, I used to live in the US um, for a couple of years when I was younger, so I'd done uh, middle school there, basically. It didn't happen when I was there, but there was this little gem happened with the principal, and I think I think he's quoting something from the local press. When police entered the office of Nichman Middle School principal John Akera to arrest him for allegedly selling crystal meth and amphetamine, they found the 50-year-old educator naked and watching gay pornography with sex toys nearby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, a cut and paste, man. That's it really is, isn't it? Bloody hell. So I always I always raise an eyebrow when it's a guy and they've got sex toys as well. It just doesn't always seem right. Um, you associate sex toys with girls for some reason, not guys. Well, if, if you're a guy and you want to stick something you're up, up your arse, you may as well... <laughs> yeah, definitely. Rather than rather than the sky remote or something. Um, had a girl in most of my high school classes. Used to let the boys finger her in class. <laughs> finger. She actually was a decent looking bird back in the day. It wasn't like she was the class hound or anything who needed the attention. Yeah, we're reading this fair bait and by the way, like Chris. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. 
she either had a big fanny or as we, I know, sorry. Um, she either had a big fanny or as we guys, we'd small hands, as she was most commonly known as Kit Kat. <laughs> Kit Kat. Oh, two fingers. Uh, going between classes was like running the gauntlet with we guys trying to rub fingers under each of those. <laughs> going between classes was like running the gauntlet with we guys trying to rub fingers under each other's noses for a whiff of Kit Kat's pie. <laughs> Kit Kat's pie. <laughs> Who are these people, man? Oh. oh, come on. You must have known guys that would poke up and then, like... Yeah, just it's like just that. awful behaviour. It really is. Yeah, it happened everywhere, but... Um, pretty tame, this one, but myself and a few classmates were gathering in the schoolyard prior to the nine o'clock bell. Uh, we clock another classmate coming in the gates and we instantly knew that it was something a little bit off. As he approached, we could see his sideburns were got all the way up to the top of his head. A way up past his temples... Basically, uh, for his first save, he had real trouble levelling the two out, so kept going into the level the near met at the top of his head. <laughs> Poor bastard. Oh, looking back at that, man, like, to be fair, the first, aye, for the first wee while when you're shaving, it's hard to level that shit out, it really was. It was, it was difficult. Nah, you get people to do it, though. That's what I, they're there for, barbers and shit, I suppose. Yeah. I, I haven't shaved my own face in over a decade, mate, yeah. I, just, I, just I don't do it. And I'm the polar opposite. I've only went twice, and it was one was for a wedding. I'm pretty sure the other was for a funeral. Yeah, I just don't do it. Like these people are, it's quite cheap to go and get it done, and they're infinitely better than me at it. So it makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, my old geography teacher, who was head of department, ditched his wife to marry a lassie who was in my class. Apparently, it started the year after she left school and became his classroom assistant. He stopped being a teacher very soon after that, though. The funny thing is, my mate went out with said lassie for a few months, and although they split up well before she got with the teacher, the story over time has been twisted, mainly by me, <laughs> but the geography teacher stole his bird. <laughs> of all the teachers to steal your bird, the geography yeah. or the history teacher would be the worst. It would be the worst, wouldn't it? The fucking boring Norman bastard, isn't it? Uh, oh, this one's short and sweet, and I quite like it. It's from Xander, uh, one of our pals. Uh, my school was the highest for knife crime. <laughs> That's what we wrote. <laughs> I, th I think that was Sean's Academy, so it probably would be, aye. Um, in the 70s, our PE teacher who had a walking stick would bring his Alsatian dog into school. If you're running it in the corridor, he would launch the stick along the floor towards you and the dog would fetch it. A frightening sight when you looked over your shoulder to see an Alsatian running up behind you. <laughs> Fucking right. That's quite good, man. I think that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a bit. Here, here comes canine. Uh, fair enough. Canine. Uh, there was a chemistry teacher at our school who was like the calm Dunbar teacher in chewing the fat. Um, one lesson, we had to take a test tube um, out to her to get some sort of substance in it to do some sort of experiment. So we were, <laughs> we were handing these over to her. She took them, put the measured amount in, handed them back and took the next one. All the time, not really paying that much attention. Next minute, crash. Test you by the floor, her screaming, and two of my mates are absolutely pissing themselves in stitches. What they'd done was heated up the test tube with a pungent mama and then used tongs <laughs> to hand it to the teacher. Fucking hell, that's evil, but I love it. Oh, it's, it's horrible, but uh, pretty funny. David Marsh, do you know this story, mate? I'll take this one. Um, I, you take it, I know the gist of it, but you go for it. Yeah, so I know one of our pals, David Marshall, um, was at school. He was off at the time, and supposedly this girl turned up um, and basically ended up getting an absolute doing 
and never came back. And it turned out that she had, I think, had been caught on video with one of the popular guys or something like that. And all the wee lashes had battled fuck at her. But it was a case of, like, it wasn't just like a... Like, you get dunes in their own tears, basically. So it, w- it wasn't just like a, a wee slap. This lassie, like, ended up in hospital and shit like that, but she never fuck came back to school. So... Marshall never met her. Well, Marshall never met her because he was off sick, and he's <laughs> the way he sent the message was he was gutted about it. Grant on Twitter um, told us a good story about a teacher who was suspended for playing chippy and taking all the third year's money. Um, yeah. I think he was taking clearing. I think he says in this tweet he was clearing them for a pound a time. He was clearing um, them for a pound a time in chippy. Oh. Like, I can't remember what I called it. I used to we used to all play a game called Stanky. You'd stand in the stank, you would flip a coin out. I can't remember the exact rule. Somebody else would flip a coin out, you'd stand next to your coin, you would try to hit their coin basically. But Chippy yeah. was the one that you would throw up your money against the wall basically and try to get it as close as you could. Closest yeah. one. We called it Babs for some reason. I don't know why, but we called it Babs. Yeah, I can't remember what we called it. It might have been Chippy. It might have been. Anyway, uh, I so this guy was taken money off of 14 year olds basically um, the high school I went to the teacher called Mr Burns um, and not long after this is the Dumblane incident not long after the Dumblane massacre said to an unruly class that Dumblane was the right idea but just at the wrong school oh for fuck's sake and it ended up all over the newspapers and about 4 or 5 people linked the article um, still there still there hell. basically believe it or not he didn't lose his job um, old JK Bank that he was and this was supposedly Renfrew High Fucking that. hell. Yeah. That's that's one of the worst ones yet, man. Fuck me. It's despicable one, yeah. Um okay. Yeah, yeah. Not sure if this was just a Newcastle thing, but a local barber called Shaky Dave. Right. Fuck me. The last thing you want in a barber is the name Shaky. <laughs> Fuck me. Um he started in a cracked egg haircut. Basically a wedge with a serrated edge like a cracked egg. I reckon at least half the lads in my year group were suspended at one time or another after a visit to Shaky Dave's. Sticking with the hair theme around the time of the 1990s World Cup, doing your barnet like a footballer became a thing. That short, brushed-forward Gaza style from the 1991 FA Cup final, I remember being particularly popular. Anyway, one day this lad appears at school with his hair all slicked back like Christopher Lee's Dracula. (laughs) After some not-so-gentle encouragement, it became apparent that the daft bastard had rocked up as David Platt. <laughs> there was nobody going to the barbers and saying, Can I get the David oh, Platt, please? Yeah. Can I get a platy, please? Oh, no. Um, but I do vaguely remember that cracked egg thing. Like, again, not really a Scottish thing, but I do remember sort of seeing it. You know, like, like a jaggy fucking. Oh, it was ridiculous looking. It does ring remember? a bell, yeah. It does ring a bell vaguely. Oh, I'm glad I get to read this one. Uh, as a kid, I was fascinated by man's endeavours to get into space, so I enthusiastically joined the astronomy club and first year ran by a teacher. Uh, we had the opportunity to build our own huge telescope uh, at a three-figure sum. Um, so I can remember my old dear almost shaking as she handed over a quarter of a week's wages as the deposit. Obviously, the parents had to have this face-to-face meeting before engaging in such a big project, plus seeing said six-foot-tall telescope in person. Uh, I wasn't the best pupil at school, not so much on really just about a smart ass. Uh, one teacher was so pissed off um, with my almost unpunishable antics that she reported me to the head of the department, the guy who ran the astronomy club. 
uh, at his office, he took out his astronomy club notes, scrolled on a page and pointed to my name and promptly said I was chucked out of the club. So I said, give my mum's money back, no chance. Uh, ended up in a full-blown fight <laughs> between a raging 12-year-old and a huge bloke in the early 40s. It only ended when he had me by the hair and barred my head off of the filing cabinet. Crap, crap story, right? So it says, after two years later, my pal and I went out to the countryside on our bikes in search of some um, tatty-picking jobs. We went through a small hamlet, um, which just so happened to have a house named after a consolation, which I knew was this prick's house. Quite Sunday afternoon, no one about, so I put one of his windows in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the bikes for a quick getaway, then realised there actually was no one about, so I went back to put them all in. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell, man. Oh, dear. Imagine like, every window in the house. Yeah, super. Um, we were going to steal the football nets from the PE department one lunchtime. <laughs> we could hear voices coming from the showers, and we peeked in to see three teachers in there showering after the lunchtime run. So we stole their clothes and threw them in the big bins. <laughs> um, in primary school, P6 or 7, circa around about 1982, our female teacher grabbed one of the boys who was messing about and pushed him quite hard against the blackboard. The kid burst out crying and ran out the classroom. An hour or so later, at the end of the day, we were all lined up in the stairway ready to go home when the boy who'd ran away suddenly reappeared with his angry maw. She looked at the sort of woman who could take a punch. Said boy points to her teacher and says to his angry maw, that's her. Angry maw then proceeds to swing her teacher about by the wick while simultaneously <laughs> punching fuck out her. Eventually, the screaming drew attention to the teacher's pummeling that was going on and a few other teachers managed to break up the most one-sided fight I've ever seen. I think that was two, that was two stories rolled in a one, you got to admit. Um, there was a story about a guy at her school who would... Uh, Right, who would climb up the goalposts and onto the crossbar and walk across it. I think he retired the day he slipped and his boss act caught on one of the hooks that you hung the net on. Oh my God. Oh goodness gracious me. Um, geez, oh. Is this Abron um, Hill? It's back in the news. <laughs> Get us again. Yeah, went to Abron Hill, uh, Gregory's Girls School. In second year, we had the privilege of a swimming pool in the school. The class ended and one of the boys in our class forgot his towel, so he nabbed another boy's towel. He proceeded to nonchalantly dry himself off until said victim grasped instantly. A PE teacher I won't name, but those who went there will have a rough idea, then took part in a tug of war with the gallus towel thief. <laughs> Ripped it clean off him left him bollock naked in the middle of the changes and gave the boy his towel back. Oh, I just put that in for the, the phrase, gallus towel thief. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few replies to this one as well. This, this has been verified by a few forum members as well. Oh, that actually happened. I do like it when that happens. Right, so this one's quite a long one, right? Uh, loads of stuff. Uh, the group of folk I ran about within school were like, uh, basically like the cast of Jackass. Weren't bad kids per se, but did love a little bit of a prank. Unfortunately, it got to the point where we loved them so much that if anything bizarre happened in the school, we get the blame for it. A few examples. I have no idea how, but one of my mates came across a gas mask. Uh, so we dared him to wear it in mask class. So he duly accepted the dare, walked in the class, fully kitted out in a gas mask. Teacher never said anything for about 10 minutes um, before saying, right, you need to take that off. So his mate refused. My mate, I can't. It's a prescription gas mask. Why? What does it do then? The teacher says, stops me getting nosebleeds. How does it do that? It uh, 
prevents nasal infection, the boy says. So the teacher clearly knew he's talking nonsense and demanded that he takes it off. So he takes it off, puts the gas mask in the drawer. The teacher then had to leave the room and all of a sudden part two. So this is a two-part plan of the um, the pals all kicked in. He turns to my other pal sitting next to him, hands him a rolled-up mask book and says, hit me in the face as hard as you can, which he did. Took four or five attempts, but boom, his nose eventually bursts and starts pulling my body, then just waits patiently for the teacher to come back. <laughs> so when the teacher does come back in, she's pal sitting there covered in blood, um, basically looking like something from a saw film. <laughs> the teacher <laughs> nearly shat himself, hands him back the gas mask and rushes him to the school nurse. Took a will of iron not to laugh and give the joke away. That's great. That, that, if you planned the second part of that, that's fucking fantastic. Yeah, a two-pronged attack almost. It's excellent. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. There, there was a girl who sat beside me in biology in second year whose mum and dad were on benefits. So she had a dinner card, which was loaded with money each week for her food. She didn't have a physical card. It was just a four-digit code into a machine to get what she wanted. Anyway, one day we heard she'd been attacked by a dog and she, and she wouldn't be in school for a while. So I got my older brother to phone the school reception, pretend to be her dad, saying she'd forgotten her four-digit pin. <laughs> I ate like a fucking king for three weeks. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's such the anti-Robin Hood man. Rob for the poor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. It's pretty funny, but it's pretty funny, right? Right, we've covered this before. So I, I think we should get this one actually. Some people will remember the story that we covered about the um, sort of the Polish guy coming over and ended up getting like kept as a, a prisoner, kidnapped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did somebody share that one as well? Somebody shared that one again. But if you go back, you'll be able to find that one. Um, I'm only saying that because I can't be bothered clicking a link that's in front of me. Uh, one of my neighbours' daughters moved in with her. <laughs> her. In brackets, female art teacher not long after leaving school. Both are now art teachers in the same school, about 20 year age gap. I'm surprised this was allowed. What, being a lesbian? We can just tell though the person that wrote this, like the use of brackets and stuff, like female, her, they're lesbians, you know. It's <laughs> just so silly. Oh, I'm so gutted that you get to read this one. That's my favourite one that I read today. Oh, sorry, mate. Uh, Primary four. I was sent to school. Irrespective of my complaints, Ari, an exceptionally upset stomach. I made it until mid-morning, and then the gurgling kicks in, the cramps and the pain. (laughs) Between tears and a tightened sphincter, I asked Miss Gidney, who looking back was a complete ride, (laughs) if I could go to the bathroom. We were in the huts, and the bathroom was across the playground. I get halfway across and hell was unopened. Huge <laughs> amounts. I now see no point in going to the toilet. <laughs> I, do the, this. <laughs> I do that odd waddle back to the huts. I stand in front of Miss Gidney crying and she asks me what's wrong. She gets up from her desk to comfort me and instantly she backs off because the aroma is profound. <laughs> Truly odd thing is I was sent home on my own <laughs> a half mile <laughs> A half mile, shite infused walk back to the house. My mum was in and instantly decided to blame the school. She at no point questioned her own horrific parenting skills. This tale of shite and woe did not leave me until university. <laughs> Nine years old, man. Shit, I'm an old covering shite. <laughs> Just walk. <laughs> uh, 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 get away. Just walk home, shite the arse. There you go. Oh, dear. Oh, right, this, this one's from Reddit, right? Um, so, summer, 
history teacher arrested for having child pornography on his school computer. Um, so during the school year, uh, the student's stepmother hires a hitman to kill her father. The student moved across the country. The following year, a band director was arrested for being caught with a 15-year-old. And the year after that, a different band director was arrested for propositioning multiple female students. It's not It's not that. That's funny, it's the reply to it. Because <laughs> it's just well written. Sounds like a shitty American TV show. Season one, where it was edgy, child porn. Oh, shit. Season two, there was never meant to happen, but after high ratings, the studio ordered a second <laughs> season. But they need to be bigger than the previous season. A hitman. Oh, shit. Season three, after much criticism season of season two, they decide to return to the roots of the show with an other underage sex scandal. Oh, shit. <laughs> Rains after season three are still in decline, but the show's still popular enough to make a profit, but still needs a rating back. Sex scandal with multiple young girls this time. Oh, shit. Season five, the original, this is the best, but the original teacher's characters from the very first episode that had about 15 minutes of airtime time are now full-blown <laughs> characters. <laughs> 30 minutes after them being introduced, an affair begins three days later, the show gets cancelled. Oh, shit. <laughs> but that's uh, just what American TV is like, I suppose. That's more a commentary than that. <laughs> yeah, it is just a bit, yeah. Um, our gym teacher, Mr. Morton, failed to use his turn signal and he got pulled over. He had a small quantity of cocaine in his possession. His father was the mayor, so let him keep his job as long as he agreed to treatment programmes, regular drug tests, etc. For the rest of the year, we called him Snortin' Morton. <laughs> oh, fuck me, that's good. Oh, two, I've got, I'll take the next two because uh, a guy slipped LSD into the Albert Algebra teacher's coffee. <laughs> Fair enough. A boy my year offered, offered to assist in the cake baking for charity or whatever. Uh, cakes would be sold to pupils and all that. Uh, the lad loaded all the cakes with laxatives, which got him a suspension. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I know Terrorist, yeah. Terrorists tried ramming a car through the gate of the school and then tried to burn down the attached church, but they couldn't get the car up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> Been foiled in my plan. <laughs> It's like a it's like a Dalek, the, the most scariest thing in the universe, but they can't go upstairs. Oh. <laughs> um, no, 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 I want this one. A guy in my school got stabbed during study leave. Somehow, the guy that got stabbed and done the stabbing managed to get away with a massive lie that they were just playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I, I need, I'd, I'd love to have heard the full story behind that, but fuck me. Oh, super. Um, I went to boarding school for a year. We all slept in dorms. One dorm had a guy that would jerk off in the shower every so often in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, we called him the Midnight Beater. <laughs> we knew when he struck sometimes because he left the evidence. Despite the fact that multiple people in the dorm would sometimes stay up attempting to catch him and figure out who it was, the guy was never caught. He always seemed to know the nights when the coast was clear and when it wasn't. <laughs> to this day, the midnight beater remains at large. The midnight beater. Oh, not really a scandal, but we had garlic bread in the tuck shop. <laughs> what the fuck? That is scandalous, man. In the tuck shop. Oh. Uh, uh, we got a day trip to the Royal Concert Hall. Um, there was a concert there that night. Vanessa May, it was. Anyway. Uh, during the tour, one of the boys opened the like, school bag and took out what must have been a hundred stink moms. 
Did anybody ever see a stink bomb off in your fucking school, man? It's just a dirty, rotten egg, wasn't oh, it? it's horrible. Hands up, uh, you got to give the guys some credit to coordinate this, but we set them off at the same time in the main arena. Uh, the, <laughs> the concert got cancelled. Um, I'm not sure um, if it was because of us, but the place was fucking stinking. Um, we all got punnies <laughs> and suspended. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Um, this, this one's really short and sweet. There was a kid who burned down the entire school building just so he wouldn't have to go to school anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's an American one. You won't be surprised to hear. Um, I get him in a girl uh, had a urine specimen cup for something, let's say, maybe a sports physical. Anyway, she opened it up and threw her pissing in her girl's face when she got in a fight in the bus. And again, <laughs> it's not the story, it's the reply here. Um, <laughs> I once read a story about two girls getting into a fight. One of them knocked the other one down and held her in some kind of chokehold. The other girl reached into her underwear, pulled out oh, a bloody no. soaked sanny oh, pad no, 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 and no, stuck no. it in her mouth. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Oh dear. Right, I'm moving on quickly. This kid had a fake toy grenade and he threw it into a classroom. The teacher dove on top of it and began to yell out to the students to go now. That kid had to transfer to a school out of state. Yeah, the teacher's a fucking hero then, man. Yeah, it wouldn't be me. Yeah. Um, I went to an old boys' school, um, boarding school, full board, so in for a month uh, at a time before the weekend at home at the age of 11. Um, I was in the lowest year with all the boys at my age in the same house uh, before splitting up to six other houses. Within a month of being at school, I was suspended because I managed to set myself up as a porno dealer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would buy the old mags off the older boys for 50 pence and sell them to the kids in my year for £2. Made an absolute fortune until one of my customers flipped, turned Queen's Evidence <laughs> and blew the entire <laughs> up. <laughs> I just love the way that's described. Uh, uh, it's like fucking good fellas. <laughs> Um, the only scandal I've got is me being bullied one night in the first year of secondary school waiting for the bus home I was chased around the school car park until he caught me one hand on collar and one in my belt and he shoved me face first through a window <laughs> fucking Marty Gennetti yeah. um, I passed out with blood loss after getting up and trying to get at him the school let him stay to take his GCSEs the scars on my face and neck remind me of him every day yeah. fuck me he would later. <laughs> yeah. He would later. <laughs> he would later die of a drug overdose, having never really worked past school and living off the state. So fuck him. <laughs> that's um. I kind of I put that in because it was pretty well written as well. But also that's kind of what happened to me. There was a guy like and like, I was not. I was never a bully victim or a bully at school. But there was bullied for a wee bit in like primary four or something by a P6 so a boy that was two years old and much bigger uh, but yeah I found out a few years ago that he died of a drug overdose as well and that's exactly what I thought was fuck him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah listen you can't escape your past if you're a yeah. dick you're a dick <laughs> I've got literally hundreds of stories um, from both my time at school and my time working in schools <gasps> well oh, different angle here yeah it's absolutely amazing how many stories are not reported deliberately by the mainstream media. Um, so he's thinking of the race riots at Shawlands between the Indians and the Pakistanis um, and the families both showing up with multiple weapons not getting reported. I kind of remember that. Um, getting sort of spoke about as well. There was also a need for a police patrol. This is pretty serious, actually. At Holyrood, just got finishing time. 
um, because a girl got raped uh, in the school darkroom. So these aren't that funny. Yes. Uh, and then there was the married teacher who set up a poor set up a Polish girl in a flat in the West End, and they subsequently fell out. The teacher then thought it'd be a good idea to tell the girl's parents that she was a prostitute. Um, to get her own back, she crashed him up to his wife and family about what they'd been up to. To make matters worse for him, he'd also been storing all of his sexting iPhone pics on the school IT network, which were found by the system admins. Uh, needless to say, he got handed these jaws. You know, this, this teacher's kind of made it all very dark, hasn't he? Yeah, that got a bit dark there. Bit yeah. Dark. Who the fuck? I'm not getting tips with it, but like, if you're going to do that sort of stuff, don't put it on the fucking your school network. <laughs> no, just, uh, it's, it's, it must be something stupid. Like he's plugged his iPhone or something just into the work laptop and it's uploaded it to the iTunes or something. Be, it must you, be something uh, stupid. You but, turn that yeah. off or whatever. But anyway, aye, that was a bit dark for a second though. So. Yeah, a people in my high school phoned in a bomb scare as he didn't, as she didn't want to go to school. The whole school was evacuated. Everyone was sent home, and the bomb squad searched the whole school. I think she only got suspended for two weeks when caught for this too. Yeah, again, I know a boy that done that three or four times, phoned in bomb scares to his own school. There's a bomb in the toilet. <laughs> and the thing was he said they put on an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bomb in your toilet. <laughs> that was good to end. Oh, well, well. I'm alright to that one. Bye. He just had a, to be sure, at the end of it. To be sure. Yeah. But that's what he said. He's like, I just put an Irish accent on the phone a bomb scare and some of the bombs, <laughs> the school's getting evacuated. Like, oh, man. He's probably 14 as well. Right. This is more about the replies to this one story on Reddit. Yeah. Um, the, the first story is pretty funny, but we'll take a reply each. Um, some dude wrote, the Chamber of Secrets has been opened uh, with his own shit on the bathroom wall <laughs> one day. And this reminded me of a podcast. Maybe this American Life, mate. Listened to it years ago. Story about high school, the Phantom Shitter. Someone would sneak into the school and take these mad artful shits on the floor. Not smeared, just like, sort of perfectly placed. Pretty sure there was I've a... Anyway. I've listened to every This American Life, so it, it, there's so many stories on See, that. See, I don't show, know if it's yeah. not. I don't, I don't. I think it may have actually got its own full blown podcast. Hello, friends. Colin here. The looks, the charm, and the brains behind Drunk Term Memory. Just wanted to pop in and interrupt your listening pleasure to let you know about our Patreon and some changes that we've made to it recently. We've now introduced a one pound tier where you get absolutely hee-haw, other than the sense of achievement that could only come from supporting two great guys like myself and Jack. We've also reduced the price of the two top tiers uh, by a pound on each of them, just because we appreciate life is a little bit shit just now, and uh, if we can make things a little bit better for people, then we will. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash wrongtermemory, and you'll be able to get early access to shows, ad-free, and lots of bonus content. On one day or something, seriously, about this random, random shitter. Bloody hell. We had a guy draw a swastika and shit <laughs> when he got caught, wrote sorry in this. When he got caught, he wrote sorry in the same place and shit. You keep see, like, like, that's bad, right? There used to be, see in Clarkston, right? There used to be a synagogue. It's been knocked down now and it is an old folks' home now, right? right. But I remember when I was growing up, there was these bunch of Neds. And the night before, I, I don't know when the main 
church day is for the synagogue. I pretend it's a Sunday. They used to all go down to the synagogue on a Saturday night and make swastikas out of the stones and the pebbles. Oh, that's it, man. Just daffing his, not realising what terrible what, how, much, how much fucking impact that has. But I just be fucking dickheads, man. Um, another reply to this: someone was writing messages in human shit all over the walls of the men's bathroom. They were dubbed the fecal terrorist. <laughs> it, on, it went on for a surprisingly long time before the culprits were caught. Turns out the reason it took so long was because it was actually two guys and they would alternate committing acts of fecal terrorism while the other one had a solid <laughs> alibi, like scream. <laughs> oh my God. Um, there was a period in high school when a kid was writing, I'm the chocolate sailor, and poop on the bathroom wall. <laughs> then it stopped for a month or two. But the next... <laughs> it stopped for a month or two. But the next note read, the return of the chocolate sealer. <laughs> yeah, we'll just take a... Ah, yes, we had the faecal finger painter. We had the brown bomber. <laughs> the discharged debutante. Edward Shatterhands. <laughs> the mad shatter. <laughs> oh, oh, super. Uh, um, oh, this, is from, this is from closer to home, yeah. Yeah, we'd a phantom shitter at Park Parade in the mid-70s. Shite would be dropped off in corridors. The teacher's tea, <laughs> the teacher's tea urn got it as well. It turned out the science room's assistant was the culprit. The faculty mistakenly hired a local stand-up comedian to give a oh, anti dump no. <laughs> Oh, you've not put a space in there, you? space in there. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, so somebody was shitting in the teacher's urns and then another school hired a stand-up comedian. Don't give a dog speech, oh. sorry. Oh, just say no. Yeah. Oh, this one. <laughs> this one's good, man. I'll take the first half. Not my story, but my dad tells a story about the best fight he ever saw at school. My old man lived in Royston and went to the school in Townhead in the early 70s where knife culture was rife. Names in this story have been made up as I can't remember their exact names. So John was into martial arts and used to show off his moves to his mates and one day the local madman slash gang leader, a guy called Tam, challenges John to a fight. John accepts this on one condition, that whoever wins the fight and that's the end of it. But he does say that he can't fight after school that day. He has to go to his grands, but he'll be at the local park the next day at 3.30. Everyone's pretty concerned um, for John's well-being, um, telling him not to fight because Tam is a bit of a blade merchant basically, and always carries a knife and would get stabbed. John, John calmly explains that he's trained and how to deal with guys with knives and it wouldn't be a problem to him. So the day of the fight, Tam is telling everyone that John is a shite bag and he wouldn't turn up for the fight, etc. And if he did, he was going to kill him. John calmly replies, we'll see who the shite bag is at 3.30. 3.30 comes and a crowd is gathered at the park. The circle forms, John at one side... Tam at the other, and Tam produces two short lock knives ready for the fight. John has a sports bag type <laughs> school bag with him. He takes off the bag over his shoulder with one hand, and the other goes into the bag and produces a fucking massive samurai sword. <laughs> Tam, Tam instantly looks very worried. John smiles and says to Tam, Fucking won then. Who's the shite bag now? <laughs> Tam then ran away and never bothered John again. It turns out John didn't have to go to his grands the day before. He went to his cratty teacher's house for a loan of his sort. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jesus. Mr. Miyagi, can I borrow your sword? Oh, he's all in at me, I. Oh, dear. <sighs> right. Really, though. My right, English. This, this, <laughs> one's fucking, this one's fucking nonsense. I know, I've read the first line and it's nonsense, but go for it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's why I put it in, because it's a nonsense one. My English uh, teacher in the 11th grade was sleeping with the whole girls basketball team in exchange for straight A's. I actually failed English that year, but when it made the news, my school said I didn't have to go anymore because he wasn't doing grading properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, wasn't My mate got a punny in music class in second year for playing the Billy Boys on the glockenspiel. <laughs> Just because it's the glockenspiel. <laughs> <laughs> Teacher at our school strangled his wife. Sad face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bus driver one day hit a kid and just drove off, not remembering there was other kids on the bus witnessing it. One of the teachers at my primary school got sacked for dipping petty cash. I think he actually got a couple of months in the jail, which was in the local papers. <laughs> Pretty sure he had a bad gambling habit. <laughs> uh, oh, come on. Don't have Let's skip that one, skip that one. Um, yeah, skip that one, that's fucking horrendous one. Our, our middle school bully was this ogre... <laughs> <laughs> an ogre. Our middle school bully was an ogre named Will that was held back two years. When we became freshmen, he was still massive, even by high school standards, and he joined the varsity football team, which was apparently a big deal. He continued bullying kids even a few grades ahead of him. After a few fights that didn't curb his behaviour, he was held down by his teammates and sodomised with a mop handle. <laughs> he left our school immediately. No one ever got in trouble. About six months later, I seen him riding a dirt bike down a sidewalk like a lunatic. He looks over, made eye contact with me, and ploughed into the front of a car <laughs> going out of a gas station. Oh, a student got sassy with a teacher um, about a grade, and the teacher kicked him out of the room. The student grabbed a pencil, sharpened it, and stabbed him. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, oh, fuck. There was a staff bathroom in one of the older buildings on campus that was often used by the students to smoke weed in because you could lock the door. It was rarely used by staff. One day, a teacher walked in and a group of 10 sophomores having a full-blown orgy, <laughs> orgy, all being taped on an iPhone. Taped on an iPhone. Oh, videoed on an iPhone recorded. Okay. Oh, that, This is more about the reply rather than the actual story. Um had a health class that was trying to show how STDs were spread, but the teacher was asking the student body to anonymously submit who they'd slept with. Went on for a couple of days before getting shut down, obviously. The first reply, real legends would write your mum. <laughs> 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 Which is, is just true, man. That's that all you would write, aren't you? Um, Tech-savvy kids found a way to lock out the TV in our lunchroom to play midget porn during lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one of the teachers at my secondary school had apparently offered higher grades to students if they sent him nudes. The, the police quickly got involved, and I think he spent a few months in the jail. In any case, he's out now. He's <laughs> like just out and about, kicking about again now. Oh, Penny Lee, what a whole man! Right, go. And Penny, do you know? Do you know Penny Lee's got like a Hollywood sign? Have you seen that? No. Well. Like, 
It's yeah. got, and they've got, like, you know, the Hollywood sign up in the hills. They've got one like made out of brick. It says Penny Lee. Um, Penny Lee's not that far from here. Yeah, that's, it's just around the corner. So see if you go across Paisley Road West and go straight up towards Penny Lee, and then you turn left. Right. You go past the school with this camera, and then turn left, and Penny Lee's on the left hand side. Uh, on in the grass, there's Penny Lee and stone like Hollywood. I've not drove. Nah, I've not driven past it, man. Nah. Yeah, that was a very special. <laughs> unless you stay in the south side of Glasgow, you're kind of listening to us now, going like that. Yeah, move it was, on. It was, very, it was a very niche story. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I, this is about Penny Lee. Yeah, yeah, which, is, <laughs> which, is, which has got a Hollywood sign, by the way. Um, in Penny Lee, one of the pupils purposely closed a door on a French teacher's hand, resulting in him running down the corridor with a missing thumb. <laughs> See, I. Don't, I don't, it's with a missing thumb. Like, I don't know if like, he's not got a thumb or he's holding his thumb and he's arm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not quite clear there, is it? <sighs> oh. oh um, right, my freshman year, um, some kid, a kid above me, tried to kill himself. Took a bunch of pills, passed out in the middle of his lecture. Uh, he had his suicide note on his desk. He ended up living, uh, but was in the psych ward for the rest of the year. Ran into him a few times after I graduated back in 2011. From the looks of it, he's still not doing too well. It's a shame. Also, uh, got a girl pregnant uh, in my junior year at a Christian school. They were going to kick her out, but decided against it. Instead, they made her get up in front of the entire school and apologise for having premarital sex. It was horrific. She was crying and could barely get two words out together to make matters worse. After she finally choked out her apology, the principal said she has decided to keep the baby, so at least she's doing something right. Oh my god, that's horrendous! And I'm that that's so American bad. again, man. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> a so called good Christian girl got hit by a car in front of the school, and a rumor started that the golf kids put a curse on her to make it happen. <laughs> oh. A girl at my school went to a party with the popular kids one night and wanted to get high. One of the boys secretly shaved his pubes and put it, put it in a joint for her. From that day on, she was known as, what do you think? The pube smoker, obviously. Oh, <laughs> um, and the last one of the show. And, and how's this even a job? My suicide prevention teacher shot herself in front of the class. Uh, bravo, well done to all the contributors of the last two shows, they were great so well done to the the forum which I'm sure you can all guess which one it was, to Reddit and of course to you guys, the listeners, for sending yours in too, that was really good done well done folks, and well done Jack for bringing it all together Yeah, I really enjoyed that, as always go to Spotify um, sign up to Patreon, buy a pie from Pie Sports, all that stuff um, yeah, enjoyed that, mate, that was a good one Yeah, very, very good, we'll be back with something different very, very soon Bye, I'll do you a bit. Bye. <laughs>